Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. What is up on a Friday? I am Brian Scott Rippey. My co-conspirator, as always, is Colin Brister. We appreciate you hanging out with us on this Friday, July 26th, I think, edition of the Rebel Report. Um, I am sitting outside at an overlook looking at the peninsula of Newport Beach. What's up, man? Not much, not much. I'm sitting in Eupora, Mississippi, so one of us is winning, and it's not me. I can't decide who. I don't know. I don't. You don't see quite this many views in Mississippi, not this many boats, but it's been pretty sweet. But this is my last day here. Uh, I'm flying back. Flying back tomorrow, so it's been a solid, pretty solid vacation. We yeah. had the Angels game last night. Uh, that was pretty cool. They lost to the Orioles, which I don't really know how you do that. Um, what the? Did they? Yeah, we didn't stay the whole game. We left in like the eighth. We had. We were trying to. We, at the time, it was four to two Orioles. I mean, it was four to two Angels. We were trying to beat the traffic out of there, and then apparently things got pretty crazy. I think they lost in extra innings. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was watching some of Godwin hit a home run in the ninth to send it to extras, but I didn't see what happened after that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That stadium is pretty cool. Um, it's not the same as Dodger Stadium. I would say I would they they're not even necessarily close in comparison, but it was pretty sweet. Saw Trout, saw Otani. Um, that was about it. I couldn't name you a single player on the Orioles roster. I was going down the list and being like, well, I don't know who any of these guys are. It's like the major league scene where they're inviting the people to yeah. bring trainings. Like, this guy here is dead. Do you know how many innings this game went? No. What happened? 16 innings. Yeah, we <laughs> – so, in reality, we stayed for, like, half the game. Yeah, so it was tied after the ninth. The Orioles put up three in the 15th. The Angels put up three in the 15th. And then the Orioles put up two in the 16th and one. Jesus. Okay, I'll take your word for it. That's insane. So we missed a pretty good game. I don't All really right. care. We had to be back. For, my buddy had to work this morning. We had to be back. But that's uh, that's pretty nuts. So who won? The, uh, the Orioles won. Oh, that's good for them. Do, do, okay. Are you on the boat that, like, baseball games that go past, like, the 13th inning that we need to, like, expediate them and not play 20 innings and do yeah, something? Yeah, it's dumb. Just put a guy on second base. If you go past yeah. 12 innings, put a guy on second base. Oh, I don't see why the teams wouldn't want that because, like, I remember there were a couple games last year. The Reds had a game going, like, the 14th and another one going to, like, the 13th. And, like, you're burning pitching. It's late at night. A lot of the times, not a lot of the time, but, like, there's a very good chance you could have a day game the next day. Like, the night-day turnaround after a rain delay game or an extra inning game is brutal. I don't know why you wouldn't want to shorten it. I'm fine with not doing it in the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, like, last night in the 13th inning, put a guy on second with play ball. Because, goodness gracious, they played five hours last night. Yeah, extra innings don't do that. I mean, excuse me. Postseason don't do that, but yeah, there's no reason to be playing a game into the 16th inning in July. Like that just seems very dumb, and I don't understand. Like that, I, I can't imagine the players and the teams are fans of it because again, it's depleting your pitching staff. You're having to stay up later. Like there, I mean, like I guess last night's a bad case because the Orioles just got to town. But like if they had to catch a flight up to like Seattle at the end of the series or something like that, like that would really just be a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I, I, a lot of people did, don't like that rule. I'm I'm a big proponent of it. Just I don't know if you I don't know what the solution is. But put a guy on second, whatever. So figure something out. Play home run derby. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it is Mailbag Friday. It is a people's holiday. Uh, 
we're te- this is technically a bonus because I was we were not going to do the podcast this week because you know I was going to be sitting on the beach and stuff. Um, but we're giving we're giving the people, I guess, what they want. <laughs> yeah, we are. As we we've said plenty of times, we're men of the people, right? Yeah. So you interrupt. I had a big day plan, and this is really interrupting it. I had a huge day yesterday. I went to the pool and drank a beer. <laughs> So, <laughs> interrupting another huge day. Um, so well, what's, yeah. the, what's the plans for today? So, today I am actually driving, not into the city, but somewhere like outside of Newport to go meet up with Antonio Wait, Morales. Uh, you're you're driving? Or an Uber yes. is driving? No, 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 no. I'm driving. So, I'm dropping my... So, what I've basically been doing is I've been dropping my buddy off at the office in like... It's not downtown Newport, but like the downtown-ish area. And then I've kind of had the car for the day, and then I'll go back and pick him up. So I am driving. Oof. So you're driving into Los Angeles. No, no. This is only like – this is like – it's probably – I'm probably going less than halfway. Like I'm going like eight miles up to the okay. next whatever town. I think it's like Santa Mesa or something. I don't know. Okay. I'm not, definitely not going all the way into the city. That would be, that would be too much because particularly you drive down like the 405 in somebody else's car. Uh, that seems like a recipe for disaster. That's like what I would just I was, start. I was yeah. Scared to death. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I I will not be doing that. But yeah, I, uh, it's been pretty solid. Like I haven't really done a whole lot. I've been sat on the beach. I've sat at the pool. I've uh, watched TV. That's pretty much what <laughs> it's pretty much what the entire week has consisted of is is doing nothing. I have some thoughts on California, which I think is one of the mailbag questions, so we'll save it that. But anyway, we'll get after it. Uh, you're gonna have to help me out here because again, I'm sitting on a pier on my cell phone, um, trying to record this. So I'm gonna start <laughs> with. We'll go from the bottom up. Okay, here we go. You get to move to California, but the only, but you can the only football you can ever watch again is Pac-12 after dark. Do you do it? Uh, no, no, probably not. No, no. Yeah, the draw. It is nice that I came out here two years ago for uh, when for work when Ole Miss was out here playing Cal, and I not the same spot obviously like San Francisco Bay Area or whatever. But like you woke, I woke up at nine. It was a seven p.m. local kick time, which is just insane. I can't imagine a nine p.m. football kick on the square. Um, that had to that. There's no way that's safe. Um, no. Well, you know, Alabama Ole Miss in fifteen kicked off at like eight forty-five, and that was a zoo. Yeah, but this was a planned 9 p.m. Central Time kickoff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I came out there, and uh, I came out here, and, like, on Saturday morning, like, you turn on the TV at 9 o'clock in the morning, like, I woke up in my <laughs> hotel room and flipped on the television, and, like, football was on. I was like, I could get used to this. And then if you think about it, the night games really kind of, with that rare exception, because they usually don't play them out here at 7 p.m. local time, but, like, the night games end at, like, 9 or 10 o'clock, so you still have, like, your night like your night to like do whatever you want. I could get behind that. I'm probably not only watching or I'm probably not like moving out here if I can only watch Pac-12 football because Pac-12 football kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> so that's probably not the greatest trade off. So I'm going to go no on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely with you. Uh, just watching USC and Washington all the time as your as your highlights. No, I'm good. I'm good. And that's only a couple weeks out of the year. Like you're going to get a lot of like, I don't know, like Arizona. Uh, State, Washington State, and it's like, God, this is miserable. Yeah, Arizona, Oregon State. It's like I didn't even know these schools still played football. Um so that's that's probably gonna be a no go for me. Let's see. Next question. 
What do you think of these new jerseys? Do you think they're real? So, obviously, I've been kind of off the grid this week. I have not been paying attention to what's made the internet mad lately. And um, so, Josiah Coatney tweeted a photo. I know the football guys are having, like, their photo shoot week or whatever with the in-house part of the athletic department where you kind of get, like, all the gifs and all that done for the year. And he tweeted a photo of a powder blue jersey. Are these Are these real? I don't think so. I, I didn't ask anybody, but I don't think that's how they would reveal a powder blue jersey. So. Well, maybe he did something he's not supposed to do. Well, like, you know what I mean? But my it, thing it, is, if they're doing that photo shoot or whatever, like, this is like that, I forget what they call it, but like, this is where they get all the photos done. Like, the stuff you see, like, at halftime or like when a guy makes a play on the scoreboard or the stuff you see at halftime, like, this all gets done in a single day. Sure, but um, I don't think the tweet would still be up if he did something he wasn't supposed to. I mean, I guess, but at the same time, it's a uniform. Like, you know, it's not like committing a crime. <laughs> well, they were they were pretty secretive over those white uniforms they released against Texas Tech. The white helmets they released against Texas Tech last year until they released them. So yeah, um, the question is, do you like them? I I don't think that powder blue jersey looks necessarily yeah, great. Like but again, I I don't really care. I, I I'm not like, a huge uniform guy yeah, either. I didn't like the uh, powder blues the basketball team had. I did not think those looked good either. The problem with this, and this is the most Ole Miss thing ever, is the powder blue, of course, is not coordinated well in terms of, like, the shade. There's nine different shades of powder blue running around this campus. (laughs) There's, like, a dark one. There's a light one. And the fact that the entire, like, color scheme started on accident because the helmet company sent them the wrong helmets and they were too cheap to change them is literally (laughs) the most Ole Miss thing of all time. Like, the, the softball and the baseball uniforms look really good. Yeah, but the basketball one was a darker shade than those yeah, were. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what is powder blue? Like, I don't understand. Like, what are you trying to do here? Like, get on brand and stay on it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And that one was a darker shade. Yeah, I didn't think the basketball uniforms looked particularly good. I think the football helmets look fine. I think the uh, baseball and softball jerseys look fine. Do they wear it in anything else? I don't even really know. Uh, not that I know of. I don't think soccer does. What else wears uh, women's basketball? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't. That's kind of interesting, though. But like him tweeting that out, like I wonder what, like, like obviously I'm I'm sure that made a lot of people very curious, and you know, then there were like internet fights started and such about whether it's real and whether it's good or not. I don't really have a strong opinion on it. I am kind of curious to see if those are real, though. Like, I, I I would wonder, like, if they're not real, why does he have a tangible one to put on? Well, I mean, it's photoshopped. But it's him in a side-by-side next to a red one. I guess it could be Photoshopped. I'm not an expert in, like, detecting Photoshop, but it doesn't look Photoshopped from what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Photoshopped. You think it's fake? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't see them doing the powder blue uniforms because, uh, you know, we got the, all the hard-hitting questions get asked at SEC Media Days, and some cat asked Matt Luke what he thought of the powder blue helmets, and he said those will be back this year. I did figure out... Um, I was kind of being a smart ass, which is kind of like my default setting in life, um, when they asked about the uh, powder blue helmets. And uh, what I did know is that they – so last year they didn't have powder blue helmets. Did right. you know they that they painted over paint the white? Over. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever. I don't know how you paint something white, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, they did not exist last year. Now, do the white helmets not exist this year? I think that might be what we're going with. I think so. Um, cause they still don't have two different sets of helmets. And I was told that the powder blue helmets will be back this year or that they're in use or whatever. So I think that means no white this year. No. Okay. Wow. Well, Ole Miss is being cheap. Yeah, whatever. Um, 
I guess I could throw a red helmet out there and really screw with yeah. people's heads. There you go. Um, yeah, I'm just see. not a uniform guy. What? I'm just not a big uniform person. Yeah, I, I don't really care. Like, I, I'm not a big uniform guy. Like, you play in what you play in. Like, the, the whole powder blue superstition thing in baseball, like, whatever, that helps you play. Like, it's not real, man. It's a piece of clothing. Um, so, next one. You asking me? No, I'm looking for the oh, next okay. question. Hold on. Okay. I'm doing all this via phone. I'm not a hero, but if you call me one, I wouldn't dispute it. Uh, what are what are BS Rippy's general thought on the West Coast? I have a lot of thoughts on the West Coast. Um, <laughs> so one, I'm pretty much just going to spitball because kind of the stuff that's been popping into my head. One, weather's pretty sweet. Two, the amount of nice cars that and exotic cars that people drive that you see just cruising down like the highway, pretty awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, you like, you'll just be driving, and there's, like, a Rolls-Royce and a Bentley. Like, on, on the way to take my buddy to work every day, we pass, like, a Bentley dealership and, like, a Mercedes dealership. Like, it's all, like, luxury stuff. Like, if you want to buy a Honda Civic out here, you might be shit out of luck, man. I don't really know where you find those. You, you're going to come home and buy you one? No, no. I, uh, I, uh, I, I'm not. I had a bit of a debacle at a steakhouse the second night I was here and canceled my credit card. I still have my debit card working, but I was sitting there thinking past that car dealership. I was like, what? ooh. My Wait, old man's happened? lucky that I, I, uh, I, I mean, I, I got, I went to a steakhouse here the second night and lost my credit card. I don't really oh, know how that happened. It. Like, yeah, somehow from like paying to the time I put my wallet back in my pants, it did not make the connection. I don't know. The last point, the last charge on it was the steakhouse, but I can't find it for like the life of me. So I had to cancel it. Um, <laughs> but my point in saying that I was like, cause it's still like, it's my own credit card, but it's like tied back to my dad. Cause my dad is my banker. And yeah. I was like, boy, he's lucky that thing's canceled because I might have to go in and get it all Maserati, put it on the card. <laughs> boy, <laughs> boy, you're I mean, available. You're available yeah. to something else. I, yeah, I don't really know why I'm laughing because I'd be on the hook for that. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, anyway, so nice cars. Um, the uh, attire is interesting to me. So we went to this restaurant the other night, and it was like not like an upscale restaurant, but it was like nice enough. Like it was like. I don't really know how to describe it. Like, it was like you could get a burger there, but there's valet parking, and that, like, helps it all. But, like, the range of dresses, like, the the range of the way people dress here is just wild to me. So we were trying to figure out if we were, like, dressed nice for this thing. I had, like, a golf shirt on and shorts and, like, flip-flops. And, like, we ended up being fine. Like, you walk into this place, and, like, there's anywhere from, like, really nice button-down and slacks and loafers to, like, hurley t-shirt guy in board shorts and it's just like i don't understand this like i don't understand what's acceptable and what's not out here it makes no sense like is hurley board shorts guy the guy that's made a lot of money and got here on his helicopter and he just doesn't give a shit what he looks like i just i, I can't figure that out <laughs> so pretty much anything goes right pretty much anything goes i mean i it's it's it's, it's i, I want to try to walk in somewhere without shoes and see if anybody says anything um so Please don't yeah, I'm probably not going to do that. I only have a day left, but um, the driving is not great. So the driving is awesome and terrible at the same time. Like the driving out here, at least in this town, is like an experience because like the weather's great. It never rains. So you can like you pretty much pretty much everyone drives with the windows down. But at the same time, the traffic is bullshit. It is terrible. And people are mean and they cut you off. And I've gotten lost like seven or eight times and I've only driven like three days. 
<sighs> so you're saying you would not be a great stu- student at UCLA? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I would, I would really love not to have a car if that if I went out to college here. Um, I can't imagine going to college out here though. So the where the airport I flew out of is right next to UC Irvine, yeah. and like that's like one of the smaller end schools. Like I guess in terms of the California like state school system here, and that campus is just insane. Like we were driving past it, and I was like, I can't imagine if this is what I did every day. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed my time at Ole Miss and all that, and that was fine. And like Grove's cool and all that, but like this is a whole nother level, man. Like it's like going to, I don't know, it's like going to college in a movie. See, I have a weird thing. Like I would want to go see UCLA and USC and like walk around those campuses if I was out there. Yeah, see, if I if I had done like if I were closer to the city, I would have done that. Like if that if we had had more time that day, we went in the city and did the Dodgers game and all that. I would have probably done that. But like me, with coupled with the driving things we got going on here and the way people <laughs> drive, me trying to go into Los Angeles by myself in someone else's car is really just asking for like a monster truck type thing to happen, where that thing just comes battered to hell. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> that uh i'm trying to think whatever what what other thoughts i had oh i've been staring out in the ocean a bunch and i've been wondering like if i went straight out where would i hit so i'm in like where if i just kept swimming and i swam for years where am i going man i don't i don't don't really know how that works um i don't think hawaii is big enough like i think i would miss hawaii unless i like am straight on it i don't really know how that works yeah the ocean's weird to me man like just the thought of it like because you look out there and there's nothing out there you don't right or anything. Yeah, um, there's a lot Bluff. of boats out here. That yeah. lot big, a lot of big boats. I always just wonder, like, who owns it? Like, every time we passed a boat the other day, when I was taking out that really tiny one that went five miles an hour that I was driving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just passing each yacht and being like, wonder who owns this and why is it not me? And like that happened probably seventy to eighty times. I'm pulling up a uh, map. It looks like you would hit Japan. 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 So I'm south of Los Angeles. Could I still touch it? Well, I'm just... Oh, wait. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think you're going to hit Japan. Yeah, you're going to hit Japan. Well, what about... Where, where's Hawaii on that? Is that north? Like, if I, would I have to... like? It's not... It's, it's, it's more south than, than Los Angeles. You would probably see Hawaii, but you would not hit it if you just swam in a straight line. Okay, so I might try that. If I'm not back to record on Monday, I am somewhere in the Pacific. Um, Just get you a boat and drive straight ahead. The uh, the views here are pretty sweet. I'm not, not really breaking any news there. Like everywhere you look, there's some kind of nice house or golf course or something. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. You know, uh, like my drive from the airport here is going to be quite different than, you know, 55 to 6 Batesville going, coming back from the Memphis airport. <laughs> Just slightly. So, that's. I think that's all the thoughts I have. I wonder if I left anything out. I don't know. I'm sure we'll get to it on Monday if you did. Uh, yeah, I'll just start writing these down. Um, <laughs> what's the biggest tourist trap in Oxford? Okay, are we doing like restaurants or or? So basically, it's like asking what's the most overrated thing in Oxford. Um. God, I don't know. If, really hope they don't want to sponsor us one day. Um, well, you've probably already shared this with the restaurants because I don't. Uh, we we got asked this question about restaurants in Oxford. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I, I I'm tourist trapped. Is there really Ajax. that much tourism in Oxford? Ajax is my answer. 
for wrestling. See, I really like Ajax. It's just heavy I don't, sometimes. Yeah, I don't dislike Ajax. It's just not that good. I mean, it's not as good as people pretend. Uh, I would say the same about Old Venice. Okay, I've n- I don't know if I, honest to God, have ever been there. I've lived there for seven years. I don't know. It's just ever. the only Italian place on the square, so it's like Saint corner Leo? of the market. What? St. Leo's. Yeah, St. Louis is like a little different though. I menu. I guess that I guess that counts though. Um the biggest tourist trap. I don't know. Uh yeah. Cause there's not a ton ton of like I mean there's a bunch of good restaurants. There's a bunch of cool bars. But yeah, I don't, I mean, if we're doing restaurants it's the Ajax, but I don't really know anything else that could specify that. I mean, is like Roanoke really that cool? I don't even think I've ever been. That's I'm, probably pretty sad. I've been there seven yeah, years. And- yeah, well, that makes two of us. Um, maybe, maybe that's our answer since we've never been is Roanoke. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, the Grove? <laughs> yeah, you're talking to somebody here that does not like the Grove. I have no use for the Grove. And I'm not saying I- it's not cool and all that stuff. I don't want to go ever again. Yeah, I don't know. It just looks very crowded. Yeah. I mean, like, I want to sit – look, if I could sit on my couch and, and go to the football game about, I don't know, 15 minutes before it started, watch the game, leave, get in my car, and be back on my couch in 20 minutes, whatever. But I have no interest in going and standing in between, like, 500,000 people in the Grove. None. Yeah, I'd enjoy doing that, too, but then I'd have to go – I have to go to the press conferences and such, which is kind of a bummer. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, maybe the biggest tourist trap is Matt Luke's post-game pressers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't know there was that much tourism. You do. I will say this. I Look, I love Oxford. You do run out of stuff to do there pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, it's a small town. Yeah. Small town's a small town. Yeah, I mean – like, if you're the guy that goes to school at Ole Miss and, like, you don't have much use for alcohol and that type stuff, um, you can run out of stuff to do rather – because there's not a ton as far as, like, to do besides go to the square, you know, really? Yeah, that's true. There's, like – and there's a skate park. I've, I think Is I've there? been there before. Yeah, the, yeah. the Casey rods this thing out there. There's, yeah, me and the Casey might be buds after this. I need to learn how to skateboard on the last day out here. Get some board shorts. Pierce Peter, my ears. What's the what's the betting line? Mike takes his skateboard. Uh, I'll probably let. I don't know. They just kind of let Doug do and say whatever. And I don't even mean that in like a bad way. He's just kind of Doug. I guess I need to put, do this some Monday because camp does. I need to look and see how guys did this summer. Uh, yeah, I need to uh, probably update that when I get back to the real world too. Um, Oakland so, didn't pitch. I know that he, he really, only, yeah, he only hit. Uh, um. I don't really have anything as far as tourist trap. That's that's about all I got. There's not really that much tourism in Oxford. Um, do y'all have any ideas for making the late Ju- late June, July, and August more exciting for sports fans? No, this uh, was a good question. I don't really know what you do other than move the Major League Baseball playoffs up and shorten the season. Yeah. I guess you can move the College World Series back some. No, no, no. no. You're, you're, you're not thinking of one. You start the NBA later, so the finals are the end of June or maybe the first week of July. Like, why are we playing NBA in October? So, can we not wait two weeks? Play that. I mean, I guess at the same token, though, you could be like, why are you playing the NBA in June? Because why not? <laughs> I mean, that's fine, but neither one of them scream you're, like basketball season. You're well. You're starting it during the middle of the NFL season. 
So just wait a little bit. Play the finals in the 1st of July. Cut the MLB season by a month. So we're doing pennant races right now. Uh, that that would be my two suggestions is, is cut a month off the MLB season and back up the NBA two to three weeks. That's fine. I'm on board with the MLB thing because if the MLB and this would never happen because the teams would lose so much revenue by cutting games. Yes. But if you if you put it at 100 games or 105 games, 110 games, whatever you want to do, the regular season ending right now and the playoffs go all through August, you get better TV ratings. And then once the World Series ended, it's boom, it's football. It's football season. And you wouldn't have to compete with football at all. I love postseason baseball. Like, I watch it. It's awesome. But having that in October on, like, a Thursday night or something, like, there's, like, I can't tell you how many times I've been out with, like, friends or something where there's a playoff baseball game on. But, like, people that don't really like baseball don't even know it's, like, on. Like, it's whatever, you know, it's East Carolina, whatever Thursday night football game's on over an MLB postseason game, which is just insane to me. But it's you know, kind of the nature of the country, I guess, because there's this just, like, unquenchable desire to have, like, for football. Like, the appetite for football in this country is kind of scary, honestly. And so, like, I don't know why you – I mean, the NFL owns the day of the week you go to church on. Like, so, like, I don't really know, like, why you would ever try to compete with that. I don't really understand why baseball does. But, obviously, the answer to that is in the question because baseball is very set in its ways and it's just done stuff the way they've always done stuff, and it's fine. But I think it'd be better off. That's my baseball rant. I don't have a problem with the NBA part of it because uh, the NBA ends in June. You're pretty much talking about the NBA through mid-July anyway with free agency. And like if you do what you're saying, sure, it'll all back up a couple weeks. I just don't have a problem with the way they do the NBA. I would do the baseball thing. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that's the only – baseball would be the only thing. Because you can't really back the – I mean, I know this is kind of small on the uh, spectrum, but you can't really back the College World Series up any more than you already have. So, I mean, it's it yeah, um, you could let the dudes in the CFL play with weapons. Like oh, if you gave God. them weapons, I think that uh, I think that would that would spike the TV ratings here in the States. Like, you know, three sounds, down sounds, football with a side of knives or something that would I would probably watch that. Sounds like you've partaken in some stuff that's legal in California that's maybe not in Mississippi. I'm just trying to make suggestions, man. I, uh, you, he said more exciting. He didn't say how legal they had to be. You can't tell me you wouldn't watch more Canadian football if a couple of dudes on the field at the time had a weapon. People forget you, you started doing this thing at 730 out there. It is. It is 730 in the morning. I don't really have a problem sleeping in out here, though. Maybe it's because my body's still like adjusted to East Coast time. But like three or four mornings here, I've woken up at 530 and been like ready to roll. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Not- I don't really know. It's easier to wake up. Uh, this West Coast time's like a drug. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, that's my suggestion for CFL I and mean, CFL football. You would, I would watch more CFL football if, the, if that were the case. Yeah, people would die and, and the league would dissipate. But sure, not really. You would test your depth. Um, anyway, that's about all the suggestions I've got. Um, let's see. Who was the better Ole Miss slash Patriots running back, Brandon Bolden or Ben Jarvis Green Ellis? Ooh. Green Ellis, right? I, I guess. I mean, if you're talking about more productive running back, obviously Ben Jarvis Green Ellis was the first 1,000 yard rusher at Ole Miss since Deuce. I don't remember if Bolden ever got to 1,000. He may have. Um, Bolden had more talent around him, too, though. Yeah, and the thing with that, so Green Ellis actually had a couple of productive years as a running back, and yeah. I don't remember if he was ever like the feature back for the Patriots. You're t- testing my memory here, but I know he was kind of like got a decent workload, scored some touchdowns. What was interesting about Bolden 
is he had a year or two where he kind of got used sparingly in the offense. And then really the last like three or four years there, he was solely a special teams guy, but Belichick loved him. Yeah. He's one of those dudes that just kind of was cool with doing special teams. Like he's like your gritty gym rat version. And if you're Bill Belichick's gym rat, then like you trump all gym rats. <laughs> you gonna be around a while if you're his gym rat. But have you seen what I'm talking about, though? I read a story a while back while, like, one of Belichick's favorite Patriots was Brandon Bolden, like, through that whole run just because he's left and then came back. He did. He's back this year. So he played for Miami, I believe, last year. Um, I think that's right. It's one of the Florida teams and then came back. Um, So that's interesting to me because, like, Ben Green Ellis obviously had probably the more productive time with the Patriots. But, like, it, it sounds like at least that Bolden's, like, legacy whatever you want to call it was a little more lasting and that's that's interesting because honestly I, that would be a really like once he's done playing football that would be a really interesting story to talk about like just to like what's it like being a special teams guy on the patriot where bill belichick the most like bottled up man of all time like actually like in public says he enjoys your presence <laughs> that would be a good story yeah so i don't know i might have to look into that um you're gonna, you're gonna get mad at me did you ever uh because i haven't read it if you did, did no you no read? it's coming out next week don't don't get me started on that <laughs> jesus right <laughs> so basically what happened was i was going to do it at the end of sec media days i couldn't figure out how to end the story and then i had obviously vacation this week i've been working on it a little bit out here but not much uh but I figured, honestly, it's probably timely if I drop that next week as they head into fall camp. That's sure. kind of my excuse now. Okay. Okay. I mean, like, you're right. You know, it's timely. Like, football start, football camp starts at the end of next week. Like, it'll be on people's minds. That's my excuse. Really, I've just had terrible writers block and been lazy. I keep saying I'm working on it like it's some kind of, like, memoir. But, like, <laughs> I, it's really just a very, very run-of-the-mill story. And I just, for whatever reason, can't figure this one out. It's like a puzzle I can't solve. So, that story... Uh, oh, I didn't even say what we were talking about. If you listen to the podcast for I'm working on a story on uh, Jerry and Ely and John Rice probably playing two sports. I talked to Sinquez Golson. I talked to Anthony Offer for it. It'll be out next week. I've been saying that for like three weeks now. Um, so we'll see. It might be out before the end of football season. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe try to get it in in February. Yeah, you know, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, let's see. Why is Ole Miss not selling alcohol in Vaught Hemingway Stadium next season? I need to talk to a couple people about this. I'm not sure the exact answer because I, I know when when I Ross think... left, he kind of had his ducks in the row of like he yeah. really wanted to jump on this. And I don't necessarily – I'll be completely honest. I don't know the hang-up. I can find out. I have not found out yet. Um, but I'll actually work on that and try to figure out a better answer. I think Ross did everything he could. I was told, and this could be wrong, but I was told that there was more hoops that they had to jump through than they realized at first. So that it'll probably be there next year, but I, I do think there was. He got resort hoops. status and all yeah. that. I'm not saying you're wrong. I got that. That he, sounds he did. And they fine. can sell. They can sell alcohol at like concerts, but for sporting events, I think there's more hoops that they have to jump through. Um. Yeah, I'll look into that and see a better answer. What you're saying, though, I guess would make sense because it's not like. That like if everything was set up and everything was aligned for them to be able to do it, it's not like I, I don't see Keith Carter just being like actually exactly. nah, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, no, that that didn't happen. Um, yeah, so I'll look into that and I'll try to give you a better answer for Monday. I don't really know. Um, least favorite SEC fans on Twitter during recruiting season. I, I don't really pay attention to that shit, but I'm gonna say it's a 14 way tie for first place. <laughs> no, Vanderbilt's recruiting fans are fine. Yeah, <laughs> Do those, does that even exist? Is that a species? 
mean, Vanderbilt has football fans to pay attention to recruiting. No, not really. Yeah, that's what, like. There, there's no guy like when kid says respect my decision. There's no like. There's no guy in the comments saying anchor down, bro. Would love to see you in black and gold. Like as okay. if that's not creepy at all. Okay, would you hire someone if you found out they tweeted at recruits if you were a boss? No, absolutely not. There's something mentally wrong with you. Like, and I'm not. I, I, I know that sounds like funny, but I'm being dead ass serious. If you're tweeting a 17 year old kid and being like, "Hey, you would look great in what colors?" Yeah, you you should probably be. You should probably have an ankle bracelet. Yeah. Much less, I'm. You're not working at this company. So I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna ever say it's right for people to tweet recruits. I can handle the guy like congratulating a 17 year old on committing to a school, but anything other than that's a little bit weird. Yeah, I guess if you want to be congrats guy because the guy doesn't get enough of those, um, <laughs> that's fine, I, I guess. My thing is, though, with my general rule of thumb with Twitter and interacting with other people, if, you, if, like, like, if you're going to say something, think about how it would sound if that person's standing in a room with you and you're talking in person. <laughs> like, okay. are you really going to look at N'Kobe Dean and beg, would love to see you in red and blue, man? Like, no. <laughs> like, he'd probably call the cops. So why is it okay to do it on the Internet? Oh God! Somebody that Georgia's probably—that's probably the reason why he went to Georgia. Is somebody tweeted a whole bunch that they wanted to see him in like black and red. Yeah, and with Georgia people, sometimes it works the other way. Like I was remember sitting at the SEC baseball tournament, and there was some gentleman sitting behind their dugout barking like a dog. And I was like, honestly, this would sound better on Twitter than it does in person. <laughs> so, <laughs> so least favorite recruit? I don't know. Is there? I don't. Uh, I'm not savvy enough in like reading because I, I I don't deal with recruiting as much until it kind of gets closer to crunch time. Like I have like I talk to people in the football office and kind of keep an eye on what they're trying to do and kind of what their plan is and and the kids that they do get. But like as far as like just being a recruiting writer guy and producing Twitter for the kid to release his top 15 schools um, in 10th grade, I don't, I'm not like savvy enough in that. Is there one fan base that's worse than another? Like to actually I, give this guy an answer, I have no when, idea. When you just when you always say which is the worst fan base, and like I don't care what the other qualifier is, I just say Tennessee. They have bad fans. Oh man, on Twitter, good God. Uh, I know that the Peter Burns. Uh, shout out Peter Burns, who dropped that incredible line during basketball season last year. Um, did you do you know what I'm talking about? I can't say that I recall. Oh, okay. So, you know how SEC Network has its own version of, like, SportsCenter, like, it's highlight yeah, show, right? Yeah, yeah, So, they oh, were teasing something about this. They were teasing a, a Tennessee highlight going into commercial break. Yeah. So, it's like Grant Williams or somebody dunking in fast break, and it's like, you know, the classic, like, hey, we'll Damn, show you what happened when we come back from the break. Yeah, and uh, he goes, Grant Williams driving through the way to dunk it, like, Vols Twitter on Dan Walken. <laughs> and, uh... Of course, that's just a power move to draw. But I, I imagine if if he's like if he's quantifying Ball's Twitter as a like a thing, I guess it's pretty bad. Let me say something on Dan Wolken. He decided that he was going to troll Ole Miss yesterday. If you're an Ole Miss fan, don't. Uh, what did he do? Uh, about the the guns and the Emmett Till sign he gave. I can't. Even, I'm blocked, so I can't really remember what he said. But look, Wolken is trolling you. If you're an Ole Miss fan, just leave him alone. Don't say anything. You're giving him what you're giving him what he wants. He's not very smart. He's a moron. Just leave him alone. Um, yeah, what I would say with, with regards to that is again, and I don't keep up with this stuff as much as, as, as some people, cause I, apparently he tweets about Ole Miss a lot. Yes. Um, but yeah, I would say that's pretty clear. He's trolling you at this point. Like, don't fall into the joke. Like, that guy gets his rocks off by you telling him to go, like, F himself or whatever. Like, I think that gives him some kind of sick enjoyment. Honestly, he probably just wants attention. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, whatever. Like, if he wants to comment on the Ole Miss 
thing that that I, I'm not really touching that subject, but like, yeah, whatever. Just leave it alone. It's a guy on the internet. It doesn't matter. It's not real life. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Y'all think Rich Rod will bring his uber cute puppers to the ball games? Could increase ticket sales. What does that mean? Have you not seen this dog? What? Have you not seen Rich Rod's dog? Oh, so this guy's talking about a oh uber cute. I guess it is a dog. Um, no, I've not seen Rich Rod's dog. Oh, dude, where where, where would I have seen that? Is there a like a... it's on Twitter, man? He's been like riding around on his scooter and stuff. I think it's really problem. yeah, dude. This this dog is awesome. Yeah, I think Rich Rod should walk around on the sidelines with his dog on a leash. I swear to God, that would be great. Uh, I guess until like he takes a dump and Luke steps in it. <laughs> Wrong with that. You don't see a problem with that. It's okay. fine. I yeah. mean, Rich well, Rod's calling offense. Uh, Max calling defense. It'll be fine. I guess, and I guess in, in, a, in a weird way, he could kind of get away with calling whatever kind of play he wanted if Luke's in the back, you know, scraping dog poop off his shoe. Okay, here's what Wolken said. He said, uh, Ole Miss has actually done a lot, and the school has some great people across the board doing great things, but I think it's silly to deny at this point that the athletic branding might attract a certain maloo to campus that you'd rather not be there. Oh, what the hell is he talking about? The mascot's a shark. <laughs> what? As I said, man, he's trolling. He is trolling. The mascot literally has gone from a black bear to a very zany-looking shark. I don't understand that. Man, he's just walking. He's just out there typing, sending his tweets off, getting his tweets off, um, trying, trying to piss the people off. And he does it. I don't really want to go too far into this, but I will acknowledge that Ole Miss probably has a bit of an admissions issue in terms of like it's really just kind of it's it's all baked in this this it's it's all baked in the same cake of Ole Miss's kind of like identity crisis in terms of what they want to be and who they are as like a school, and I think that plays into it. So I'm so I'll acknowledge Ole Miss probably has a bit of an admissions issue in terms of the volume of out of state kids. It, brings in and i don't i don't mean they're bringing too many out-of-state kids into the school i don't mean that at all but like what are you like are you going to be the easy out-of-state school to get into or are you going to be one that benefits in-state kids like it there doesn't seem to be an organized identity there or a central identity uh so i would acknowledge that about that being the cause of three out-of-state kids doing something very stupid and very abhorrent uh i don't really necessarily know if i want to connect those dots because that didn't make a ton of sense yeah i, I have issues with old miss um you know, not really caring about in-state kids. Like, Ole Miss is going to get the in-state kids where their parents grew up fans um, and legacies and, and that type thing. But Ole Miss really, really struggles to recruit the in-state kids that, you know, don't have a fandom to either school or any of the schools within the state. They really struggle to bring state in. State owns kids. that market. Yeah, and it, and it's ridiculous, um, frankly, that, that Ole Miss doesn't do better than what they do in-state. Well, have- state just starts recruiting kids early. So earlier, so I was talking to my uh, – our dear friend Neil McCready about this, and this was a couple months ago. But he was just talking about his kids going. He's got a daughter going to Arkansas this uh, this fall, and he was just talking about how much earlier his his kids started hearing from Mississippi State and getting letters and getting information and stuff. And like, I, I feel like if you're two in-state schools in a state like this battling for that, you shouldn't be that behind the eight ball. Like, I can't no. remember exactly what he was telling me at the time, but I just remember being very surprised. Not surprised because I'd heard it before, but just astonished at like the, uh, like the the like how far behind Ole Miss was on getting like reaching kids. I guess. Yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous, right? I mean I posted something last night where I'm from. Um, 
it just literally by being alive, Ole Miss covers 57% of your tuition. That same grant covers 28% of your tuition at Mississippi State. And Ole Miss gets its tail kicked in recruiting in my in the area I'm from. Like, it, it just makes no sense. It, it's something that really bothers me, actually. It, it's crazy that Ole Miss doesn't have a presence in state. And, and I don't really understand what the reasoning is besides that maybe they're just a little bit lazy if, if Mississippi State is getting on these kids that much earlier. Yeah, and uh, I guess really the only thought I have on the incident that sparked this tweet is like, like, how dumb are kids on social media these days? If you're going to do something that kind of, like, vile and, like, that racist, why in the world are you going to put that on the internet for other people to see? Did, like, did you read, that kid put you, that on his own social media. Like, what are did, you doing? Did you read the article, though? No, I did not. Apparently, there was, like, 200 likes and, like, 30 comments, and none of them were, like, damning it. Like, everybody was like, ah, oh, that's cool. Like, Jesus Christ. God, that's that's really depressing to hear. But it's it's more so just the act, man. Like if that's really oh, how you yeah. think and that's how you view the world, just keep that shit to yourself. Like what? You like how are you putting seventy eight miles to be a racist? Like come on, man. But it's 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 beyond that to me. Like the like I just I, if that's the way you like think and that's like like how you view the world, like that's backwards in its own right. And I'm not even sure there's really much like fixing you. But like the the I like the the balls or stupidity whatever you want to call it to put that out on the internet for other people to see voluntarily like the the amount of brain power that went into that decision like how does that happen and i could be wrong on this but i think this is correct ka suspends them the university doesn't really do anything and they still don't take the picture down they just leave it up on instagram wasn't it tweeted a couple months ago this wasn't recent was it march but that's how they found it was they found it yesterday i believe so they didn't take the picture down after being suspended from their fraternity. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's uh, I, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> anyway, that's about all the thoughts I have on that. Um, who do y'all realistically picture ha- having a shot at getting drafted in the next two to three years? I guess he's talking about football. football. What? Football. Yeah. Foot. Um. Okay, here's one. I think Jerry and Ely's got a shot. Yeah. Uh, Matt Corral is, is going to get drafted at some point. I don't know if it's first or seventh round, but you don't not get drafted with an arm like that. Yeah, I think that I think Mingo's got a shot. Um, yeah, Mingo for I, sure. Um, you know, Elijah Moore, like what does his career turn out to be? What is his yeah. NFL value? That'd be interesting to see. Um, what what's is Momo kid, Sinogo's stock? What's the kid that tore his ACL last year? Uh, Marcus Gregory. He tore yeah. it in high school and was never yeah. like fully recovered to play last year. There was a thought at the end of the year that might get him in some games, but at that point, it's kind of like, why are you risking it? Right. Yeah, I think he's got a shot because he's you know the big body wide receiver. He's got good hands. I think he's got a real good shot. Um, I'm sure there's some young defensive and offensive linemen that were missing. I just I don't have a roster in front of me. I'm sitting outside staring at grass. Um, <laughs> so I don't. I I'm trying to think who else. Um. I, I mean, is there really anyone else on defense? Like, next two to three years. So, I'm thinking I mean, younger guys. So, I'm not Sam, talking juniors and Sam seniors. Williams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, that's two years. That's fine. We could do – yeah. Sam Williams, obviously, good player. Juco kid, probably going to be one of the best, if not the best player on that defense. Um, got a shot. That's really about all I got. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that feels like the list. Um. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think who am I missing. There's, there's someone very obvious we're missing. Oh, I'm sure, but that's just us. Um, 
Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm just kind of going through the Like, I don't really know what, like, Julius or Jones. Like, Jalen Jones was, like, pretty – I don't know. I mean, he we didn't really see much from him last year, but he was kind of thought to be one of the better defenders before he got hurt in the opener. Um, I don't know. Um, let's see. Also, since you're in California right now, Whataburger in and out So I had In-N-Out the second night I was here. Um, it's really good, but I think I'm going to go Whataburger. Okay. I, I've never, honest to God, I've never had either. So Whataburger has the spicy ketchup, and there's a couple more things on the menu that I like at Whataburger. In-N-Out was very good. It's like, I don't know, it's like five guys-ish type level of hamburger. And then, like, the fries are really good. It's really good. Like, I'm not being, like, hot take in and outs overrated guy i really like both but if you're asking me which one i want to eat i still think it's whataburger but it's close okay fair enough for me <clears throat> um but the in and out experience was definitely everything i thought it was going to be because you know that's like the cliche out here is like you got to get in and out like that's like the thing um so yeah i i think i'm okay with that decision i like i like whataburger Jesus, I'm just I'm, I'm on Twitter, like looking for our questions or whatever. And this nine year old girl like got tossed in the air by a bison. I like, saw and, that. Jesus, how stupid are people? Not the not, yeah, not, not, not her fault. Yeah, my, my whole general rule on screwing with wild animals that are bigger than you is, is that it don't. rarely ends well. <laughs> it's, it's don't words like, to live by, by the way, to put that put that away in your pocket and pull it out at a later date. That's uh, you'll thank me for it later. Uh, don't screw with wild animals that are bigger than you. Um, just don't screw with animals. <laughs> They're animals. <laughs> One of my favorite things is my girlfriend loves going to the zoo. So I love going to, like I will we'll walk around and I'll just be like, wait, like, wait I'll, is every, that a new every, revelation that Riff has a girlfriend? Uh, we're not discussing this on the show. Um, <laughs> we, uh, no, it is not a new revelation. Um, but anyway, my point, my point being is, uh, <laughs> I just picture every exhibit we go to or whatever. I just picture like, what if you dropped, like, what if I got dropped in the middle of it? How long am I lasting? Like, whether it be a tiger or like the flamingo or ostrich, like how long am I lasting? And oh. general rule of thumb at a zoo, it is not very long because there are a lot of things that can kill you. So don't screw with animals. Thank you. You, you. you sure you don't want to discuss this new revelation? Yeah, this is uh this is not a uh this is not a relationship podcast. Um <laughs> any shot the defense has any better than last year, Zach yeah. asks. Uh yes, I would say there's there's a very good shot. Um and I say that literally just because how do you get worse? I'm being serious. Like, I, you know, like how does it get any worse? I guess it's possible that it's worse, but I think um, there's marginally more talent on the defensive side. Some guys are a year older. Um, I think they'll be much better coached. I think they will be better. So yeah, I would say there's, there's a very good shot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I echo everything you said. Um, I got, I got asked by email from your high school classmate, which, uh, what was my favorite kind of well, uh, and I'll have to be disappointed. I did not look up different kinds of well, only know one kind. That's a killer. This is recent. Yeah, this was like Thursday or Wednesday, maybe. Okay. Thanks for giving uh, her uh, my email, by the way. I yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. It's 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 out for public consumption. Um, trying to think. I had a couple on. Oh, first pick in fantasy football. Who are you taking? Uh, uh, fantasy guy, you'll have to go with this one. 
I mean, it's, I'm not a quarterback first round guy, but how do you not go like Mahomes? I mean, like, like I, I'll be interested to see what playmakers and, and running backs they have ranked. Um, like, I guess we are we are talking to a fantasy football champion right here. I did. I won the the media league last year, uh, so that was pretty sweet. Uh, my ring hasn't come in yet, but uh, it was it was pretty satisfying. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't. I'm not in fantasy football mode yet. Talk to me in August, man. Um, like, because you can't really go girly with the arthritis thing anymore. Um, like, I don't really know which wide receivers. You're, like, maybe like a Julio or like a. Um, who am I blanking on that's about to get paid by the Saints? Oh, uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah, exactly. Like something like that. I'm Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Um, I'm probably taking Mahomes though if I'm really starting a team. I know the no quarterback in the first round thing. Um, so yeah, we missed a uh, Twitter question. What did we miss? Cam asked, "What was the most fun sporting event we covered outside of the game?" What is? What do you mean? Like, like city that you went to that you enjoyed the most outside of covering the game? Uh, San Francisco, Oakland for football last year. Okay. We, it was a three-day trip. We stayed in Oakland. We took, like, a trolley or whatever across the bridge to San Francisco. That's probably my favorite trip, I think. <laughs> yeah, mine, um, mine was the Sugar Bowl because Jesus Christ. Yeah, I could see how that would be pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. thrilling. Um, Every, Everything was paid for that uh, we did, so that was great. Um. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a pretty solid answer. Like you're talking to someone that hasn't covered a bowl game. I started covering football full time in 2016. I did it like partially in parts of 2014 and 15, but like so, I've never been to a bowl game. So I haven't gone to that many cool places uh, yet. I've gone a lot of SEC towns, a lot of like Birmingham, Hoover. Um, so I'm gonna go San Francisco. Okay. Um, I think that's all the questions I had. Oh, well, we got we went 50 minutes. Wow. Yeah. On a July Friday. On a July Friday, me sitting outside staring at the water. With us and with you two time zones away. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really have anything else. What's been going on in the sports world? I've been really unplugged and it's been nice Man, for the week. It's the middle of July. Ain't nothing been going on in the sports world. Uh, the Cubs are going to trade for Castellanos. Uh, the Mets are going to trade Thor. Uh, other than Where's that, he going? I don't know. Probably they said he wasn't going to the Yankees, but who knows? Um, Houston needs a starting pitching arm. Yeah, the Dodgers. Didn't God, can you them. imagine that rotation with those guys and Syndergaard? Yeah, well, Syndergaard's not been good. That's half the problem. Yeah, I guess it's mostly just the fire. The thought of the firepower, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he'd be a good number four, I guess. No, Keiko's not there, so he'd be number three. Um, Jesus. But, yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're the one that's still plugged in. I've been living on an island, man. <laughs> that ends what, Sunday? No, that ends uh, tomorrow. I'm flying back tomorrow. So, so um, be in Oxford, Mississippi tomorrow. Uh, honestly, it might be Sunday. I took the late flight out, so I am, uh, I will, it, I'll, I get back into Memphis at like 1035. That's if there's no delays. So, all right. What, what time do you fly out of California? Noon, like 1230. Jesus. So it's going to take like 12 hours to get to Memphis. Cause I mean, you're losing two hours. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm flying out at noon. And I'm getting to Memphis uh, at 10:30 at night local time. Uh, I think I go. I went Memphis to Phoenix here. I don't know where I go back. I should probably figure that out. <laughs> so you leave there at 12. What time do you get to the airport? Are you like a guy that gets there stupid early? Um, I, not like stupid early, but I try to go 90 minutes. And I know that's okay. like not always necessary. Uh, obviously, like international flights and some bigger things like you probably want to go two hours or something. But like if you're good at if you're there an hour early, you're generally good. I just don't like like rushing it at all. Like I like getting to my gate with a good 45 minutes to spare before boarding, get some food, uh, some snacks, kind of scout out who could be my potential seatmate on the plane. And if I'm going to get screwed there, um, <laughs> maybe look the pilot up and down once or twice, see if he's equipped to land this puppy. Uh, so I don't like to be rushed. There you go. There you go. Make sure so, all the all your ducks are in the rough. Yeah. So unless you got anything else, I'm going to get out of here and head to the pool. So sounds like the life, man. I'm good. Okay. Well, we appreciate you listening to this bonus Rebel Report from vacation from the West Coast. I don't know the next time I'll be back in California, if ever. So this could be the only edition of this podcast ever from hey, the West Coast. Just tell the people you need to go cover the Dodger Town Classic this year. Yes, I, I, I I'll be working on that because I definitely want to come back. But Anyway, I'll be headed back to the glorious state of Mississippi soon, but we appreciate you listening to this Mailbag Friday. Uh, we'll be back at it in full force next week. Uh, we didn't really address us lying to the people. I guess that's the last thing we got to do. I canceled the Wednesday podcast. Um, I said I was going to bring you three. Uh, the schedule did not work out. I don't feel too bad about it because, again, I'm not technically working this week, but uh, we, 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 we kind of lied. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was a lie. It was a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I said there was going to be three. There was going to be two. If you really want to hold that against me, fight me. I don't care. Just, just listen um, to Bundy one twice. Exactly, exactly. Honestly, you should be thankful we have two. I gave you two podcasts from from a different time zone. That's got to count for something. So that basically should count as three. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's how time works. Anyway, my point being, we'll be back with a full slate of podcasts next week. Uh, football camp is getting going next week. They call it fall camp. It's really not because it's 112 degrees outside. Uh, but hell. this is kind of when the sports ca- – this is kind of when, like, we push the ball back to the top of the hill, and this is kind of where it starts rolling again and starts coming down. We're about to go through football and a whole other year of athletics. Uh, I'm pretty pumped about it. We'll be back next week. Uh, unless you got anything else, I'm getting out of here. I'm good. All right. Well, for Colin Brister, I am Brian Scott Rippey. We really appreciate you listening. Like and subscribe to the podcast. We're getting it rolling next week as pretty much a new athletic year starts. Thanks for listening and stick with us. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.